0: This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pandorvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out again on Old Dan. Come on, Dan, let's go. we got to get up. we got to get a getting. And the Old Trailblazer has been bringing you messages now for several weeks on the divine healing, true and false. And in our last study, we began to look there comparing blood redemption and divine healing. We got started in there. I want to go back and just review those things. You might have heard just a smidgen of this in our last study. But divine healing is taught in God's word but never in conduct in connection with blood redemption. Now, before we get started, I have one of our radio choir CDs queued up and I want you to listen. Oh, my friend, I want you to hear this and then we'll tell you how you can receive them before we get started in the message. Did you enjoy our choir singing this gracious old song? We have nine full-length CDs with what we call the Old Blood Songs. Each of our choir songs has about 19 different songs, Old Blood Songs, and we sell them for $5 each. Call us or write us for a complete listing of all of our music. We were looking there. Divine healing is taught in God's Word, and uh, it's not in the atonement. We've gone over that quite a while. Never has been, never will be. The Bible speaks of the gifts, G-I-F-T-S, of healing. And the Bible also says that these signs shall follow them. They shall lay their hands upon the sick, and they shall be healed. But divine healing, by no amount of twisting the scriptures, can be read into the atonement. Divine healing is in no wise connected with any types of the shadows of the Old Testament. Only a fool would attempt to do that, and that a fool of the grossest sort, Blinded by the God of this world for the purpose of damning souls. Now, my friend, I received your letters. Some of you uh, write me. I got a six-six six page letter last week from a gentleman, and he gave me verses and scriptures of many, many verses of scripture, but they were out of context and they weren't. And I, I, I appreciate folks sending me those things. If they do it honestly, they believe that that I'm wrong. But I don't have time to answer every one of your letters, so I I just uh, take them with a grain of salt. But listen. Listen, I'm just an old trailblazer blazing a path to the hearts of sinners, cutting away, I've told you many, many times, cutting away the briars and the brambles and the bushes and the kudzu that clutters up the human heart. Listen, no sinner ever gets saved until every false doctrine and teaching concerning God's Word has been blasted out of the way and he's brought him to see himself as a lost Hell deserving sinner, and comes to lie at the feet of Christ, buried, risen, and exalted Lord, crying for mercy. Have you ever cried for mercy, my friend? You know we have folks who are, are just so just so smart they know the Bible backwards and forwards and they can quote everything that you can imagine. but have you ever have you ever took your place as a sinner before God? Have you? Now my friend, you know one of the things that salvation does for a heart, it deflates it. You know, we're so proud, aren't we? We're so proud. Oh, my friend, I'm so tired of proud flesh. I see it everywhere I turn. And the world today is so proud. But in, in salvation, there comes a uh, letting the air out of your balloon. And that's what happens, my friend. I want to tell you, when God takes hold of the heart of the sinner to bring him to Christ, he never rests. The Lord and the Holy Spirit never rests, never stops until every false teaching has been cleared away from his heart and his mind, and he comes clearly to see who he is by nature, what he is by nature, and the judgment he's under, and then he can see that Christ and Christ alone, crucified, buried, and risen, can save him from a devil's hell, and the power of sin makes him a new creature in Christ. Now, I know in talking about all this clearing away, we have a little booklet here by Pastor Shelton entitled Breaking New Ground. I wish you'd write for it. It's, it's a gracious little book. He was raised on a farm like I was, only he was up there in north central Louisiana, and I was down here in south Louisiana. But my dad would never begin to get ready for spring planting until he cleared away all of the brush, and the corn stalks and cotton stalks that he'd left there over the winter time. And our job was to go in and clear all that away. You can't plow with a bunch of corn stalks standing on the row. You can't do that if you got cotton stalks. No, no. I mean, you got to clear all that out of the way. Just so the Lord takes a, the Holy Spirit, takes uh, the human heart and all that clutter and clears it away. He just clears it away. That's not unusual. My, nobody would plow in unbroken ground. Nobody would plow on turn row. Nobody would plow where the honeysuckle vines and, the, and all of those things had grown up. Where a field had lo- had lain dormant, just so your heart. Ever since the day you became accountable to God, your heart is cluttered up with with sin and error and and pride and all those things. So that has to be cleared away, my friend. It's the blood that makes a difference. Do you know anything about blood redemption? Do you know? I, I'm just I'm just sitting here at this desk this time. I, I don't have a a whole lot to say. I don't have a a uh, 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 earth-shattering message. I just asked you, are you saved? Are you, are you? Can you say under the blood that you're under the blood? Did you know the only way to be saved is that your sins be washed away in the blood of Christ? That's the only way of salvation, my friend. You can join everything. You can join the big church. You can join the little church. You can join the high-rolling church. You can join the church with a tall steeple, stained-glass windows. You can do all of those things, my friend. But if you don't know the Lord, if the Lord has never become real to you, if the blood has not been applied there in Egypt, when the Lord called his people out of Egypt, they had to apply the blood of that young bullock or young goat or whatever it was, they had to apply it. He said, take a bunch of hyssop, that's like a sagebrush or something similar to that, and dip it in the blood and then splatter it, splash it, over the door, and on the side post of your door, if they had not splashed it on there, they would have not been saved. When the death angel came through that night, he, the Lord saw the, the Lord accompany him, the Holy Spirit accompanied him, and uh, saw the blood there and overshadowed that place. And when you when you come to Christ, he doesn't see your sins because they're under the blood. They're under the blood. I make folks angry. They write me and tell me they get angry when I tell them that uh, there's no sin registered in heaven against the old trailblazer. Did you know that, friend? The old trailblazer stands clean as a whistle, like we used to say when we was a kid. Clean as a whistle. Oh, my friend, what grace it is to stand clean and clean like a newborn baby. Don't you like to smell a new baby? I tell you, God's child smells good in the sight of the Lord, after he's been washed in the blood, before, no, no, when that sin rests there, and all of that corruption rests there, is an ungodly sight, my friend, but the blood takes away all of the stain that, that comes up, all the stain, Dr. Roloff, many of you remember Dr. Lester Roloff, he had a song, and one of the verses said, the blood goes deeper than the stain, Oh, we're stained with sin, my friend. We're stained. You can have all the divine healing, so-called, that you want. You can speak in tongues. You can do this. You can do that. But if your sins are not under the blood, you're, you're a goner. Oh, my friend, I was a goner, too, until the Lord stepped in. Oh, listen, my friend, but listen. Uh, let's go on. Let's keep going. It's the blood that makes it different. And oh, it's after the Lord to help us in this hour when our folks, yours and mine, are being led astray by every kind of false doctrine there is under the sun. That's right, my friend. Every false doctrine that there is under the sun. And I, I I, know folks have called me this past week and emailed me and they say, Pastor, thank you. Thank you for those messages on divine healing. Thank you for them. My eyes have been opened to see the truth, to see that divine healing is taught in God's Word, but not like The so-called people do it today. I praise the Lord that he's rescued me from sin and from the net of Satan. I hear those folks. They write me. Then listen, I want you to pray for me. Others write me. Pastor, pray for me that I'll be saved by the blood, as you said in the messages. Oh, listen, my friend. No wonder Satan is cutting up. Did you ever see Satan cut up? I've never seen it like this in my life in the last month or two. Satan has been on a rampage, snorting and and bucking and pitching. But listen, listen, no wonder, no wonder, my friend, let me say again, uh, we're not dealing here in personalities. We're not running anybody down. We're not running any particular denomination down, no. But listen, we're dealing with the doctrine. God's word was left here, sent here, put here for us, and I have just as much right to preach on the doctrines of divine healing as set forth in God's Word as you do or anybody else does. And I declare this morning, this evening, wherever, and we're not calling names. We're not referring to personalities. No, we're dealing with doctrine, true and false. And and as we're looking at we start off with a little introduction, blood redemption and divine healing. And our time gets by so quickly, we, we won't hardly have time to get into it. But we believe here at the old Trailblazer broadcast, we believe in bodily healing. We believe in divine healing. All bodily healing that is of God is divine, whether it's in the direct answer to prayer or by the use of medicine. It's divine. If the Lord doesn't put his hand to it, you won't ever get healed, my friend. But listen, bless your heart, I'm looking for a new body, aren't you? I was telling somebody this morning, I'm looking for a new body, a new body to go with this new heart. And uh, with time running out, I want to mention the Bible Fund. We send Bibles to prisoners all over America, all over America. I got a letter today from a prisoner. He said, Pastor, I'd love to have a, a large King James Version Bible, large print. And uh, we only sell, we only give away King James Version. And that's because we know that there's no error there. And uh, error in some of the other, we won't go into that today. But if you uh, want to help someone along the way with a, with a good Bible, or a good track, or a good devotional. You write me, and tell me, go ahead and do that. Or you can do it over your credit card. You write, call the bookstore. And one of the ladies there will take your credit card number, charge it to your credit card, send you a receipt for it, and uh, just like, just better than mail because it comes quicker. But this is the old trailblazer. This is Pastor Albert Pindar. My heart's heavy this morning for for you and for the work and the ministry here and things that's coming up on the world here. And we're trying our best to get out the gospel, throw away the clutter and the stuff that's out there. And it's so much there, my friend. I believe you realize it. I believe you do. Some folks are blinded, but I believe you realize it. Would you help us with that? And then remember the Old Trailblazer. Pray for me. My mailing address is the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box, 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my website, go there and you'll see much information, radiomissions.org. Goodbye and God bless you.